This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Alexandru Kapalu. He is a mindset and behavior coach who also created a self-development game called the Voltura Game. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Roman. It's my pleasure for being here and yeah, I'm really excited to see how this podcast will go. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for coming on. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Kind of where you started and, you know, how did you, you know, basically get to where you are now? Yeah, actually, I I remember, I think actually I shared with you a little when you were on my podcast on the Voltura Game Show, but uh, just to say it again, well, my story started like, I think, five years ago, my entrepreneurial journey, right? Uh, In that period, I was like, I was 20 and I was like, you know, like every 20 year old guy in college. I was doing my college um, back in Romania in my country. And um, um, the thing is like, I I went to college till the third year and in the third year uh, I quit college. Now, why I quit college, and of course my parents and my family were against that, I quit college because, uh, well, first of all, I started to develop my first business, which was a YouTube channel, and was starting to, to go successful. The second thing was like, you know, uh, Roman, my, let's say my dream in that period was uh, to be, um, to work for Microsoft, right? I was into uh, um, in engineer, IT engineer college, and I wanted to go to that place. And I've done... I've, in my opinion, everything possible to go to that. You know, I applied to um, the college. Uh, the first time I wasn't accepted and I went to another thing similar. I got there and I had the plans to move to another thing. And the thing is, like, I tried to uh, to go to this, um, you know, to this path, which in the end I realized it was not for me <laughs> because uh, I I visualized myself and I shared in my um, my podcast that how I quit college, it was very simple. I was in the last year and I visualized myself at the end of the college with that diploma accreditation, you know, and I was like asking myself, okay, what's next? <laughs> and the, the only thing that pops in my mind, Roman, was like, okay, uh, go go and find a job. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that just because I don't believe that I'm designed for a nine to five job. So, um, and also because, you know, the first business was working. So this is how, you know, my entrepreneurial journey started. I started to to go with my YouTube channel and it was successful. Uh, And the second year, it was like my, um, you know, a a clear source of income. The first year after I quit college. And the second year, I started my uh, second business, which was a digital marketing uh, business. Now, six months after I started that, I had a partner. um, And um, yeah, it was going really good. And... The thing is, like, in in this period, I was also going into the concept of coaching, right? And this is how I got accredited as, like, a mindset and behavior coach. And in that period, I created the Voltura game. This is how the Voltura game was created. And um, why I'm saying about this? Well, in this period, when I had these two businesses, it was also the Voltura game there. And you see, Roman, like, I don't know if you experienced when you went to sleep 
and you can't sleep because there is something on top of your head that can't really let you sleep. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it oftentimes happens in terms of like when you worry or you're anxious, yeah. situations like that. Exactly. Well, for me, there was none of them. There was no worries. There was not anxious. There was this thing that was like, oh, what if I should have continued doing that? And that thing was the Voltura game. So what happened is that um, uh, when I was 23, yeah, when I had these two businesses and um, were working good, I uh, I met with my partner and then she asked me like, why you're not continuing doing Voltura? I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and she asked me if there is one thing that will make you fulfill in life, what would it be? And I said Voltura. I said okay, it's time to do it. So I started to focus fully in on Voltura, and um, last year. Um, we were successfully founded on Kickstarter and um, um, Future on BBC and Drive Global. And that's what I'm doing right now. The last thing that we are doing with Voltura is uh, the podcast, the Voltura Game Show, which you can see here if it's recorded video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the thing is, the biggest vision for Voltura, we don't want, we want right now, okay, with uh, game and podcast, but what we really want to do, we want to revolutionize this self development and entertainment industry. We want uh, to create something that everyone that wants to fulfill their dreams or something that is like it's on top of your head, like it was mine, just come to us and we will empower you and support you to achieve that. That's our big vision as a company, Botura. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I think that's important, you know, kind of running your own journey or doing it your own way. So you know, I went to college. It's not for everybody. Obviously, people leave school before finishing. They don't go at all. But I think it's important to eventually to be fulfilled, kind of, you know, chase what makes you happy and what you feel like you need to do, kind of your mission and your passion. And it's awesome when it combines, when it's your passion, your mission, and it, you know, benefits others and improves and develops others in terms of who they are, you know, obviously I was on your podcast and played the game. So it's an interesting concept and really kind of helps you think because if you think about games, board games, online games, a lot of them don't necessarily make you think. You just do something and then you win or you lose. It's not, you know, critical thinking or help you improve about yourself and also learn about the people that you're playing with and maybe, you know, impact and influence them as well. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we want to do. To combine growth with play. Yeah, you definitely did that. So what motivates you to succeed? I think it's about my mantra. Like I have my own uh, mantra, which says uh, you can do whatever you want if you want to do it. So I believe that whatever the, excuse my language, heck <laughs> you want to do right now. And, uh, uh, you know, Whoever is listening right now could be like, oh, I want to be a, a writer or I want to be a public speaker. Or, I want to be a travel blogger or a nomad or a digital marketer, right? Whatever you believe will happen as long as you believe in that, as long as you want that, like as there is no tomorrow, right? You want it right now and you're committed to do it. And I know that like one example that um, let's say I apply my mantra in my life is that you see when I was a, a teenager and a child right I believe that I have no uh, talent to draw right so I wouldn't like go into this until one day like one of my friends started drawing from nowhere and I was like well 
let's give it a try. What's the worst thing I can have? I would just gonna draw some like I don't know poo there, and that's it, <laughs> right? Well, the thing is, you see, like as anything in life, I believe can be learned. So easy, easy, easy. In one month or two months or something like that, after I practice every day that draw, it started to become something. It started to to get like you know uh, to have clarity and. Another thing was like, you know, when, again, when I was a kid, my dad uh, told me that uh, I, I don't have um, the music um, ear, you know, like I, I can't sing or something like that. Well, luckily, uh, when I was 15, 16, 17, I bought my own piano, right? And I started playing. And my dad was like, oh, but you really sing really nice. <laughs> you play really nice. So everything is possible, literally. You just need to believe in, in yourself. And that's what... Uh, I think that's what really motivates me. I want people to um, to see their own their own potential. Like my purpose, as I said, is to expand and empower human greatness and human potential. So that's that could be my answer. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and I think uh, anyone can learn anything as long as they really want to learn. So you know, when hiring people, that kind of thing. If they're coming out of college just because they have book knowledge doesn't mean they're going to be passionate or driven to learn something. So the people that are hungry, driven, and willing to, to learn, I think anybody can be taught anything and kind of has that knack for it as long as they're able to have it sort of a passion and, you know, be able to kind of persevere through it as well. Yeah. I would say to have the balls, literally. You need to have the balls, right? Like to, to literally... Um, Listen to yourself and uh, not listen to what others will say, like, oh, you can't do this. You should not do this. Maybe this is good for you. No, like, just do it. If you believe it's for you, just do it. What happen? Yeah, it's getting through that initial fear and the bear. The first barrier is yourself because you're going to second guess yourself, doubt yourself. You know, your subconscious doesn't want to get into an area where you're not comfortable. You know, the human wants to be comfortable and be in a habit. So getting past that, taking that first step. And like you said, people are going to discourage you around around you. So I think it's also important to have people that basically encourage you and are honest with you and give construction constructive and honest feedback as well, because if you surround yourself with everybody possible being negative, eventually you may not do that thing. You may not start that business. And eventually, you know, you're going to run out of time. I mean, people say I have all the time in the world, but, you know, eventually time runs out. And what do you really do with it? You're not going to regret the thing you tried. You're going to regret 30, 40 years from now, the thing or that opportunity you didn't take or that business you didn't start or that, you know, relationship you didn't, you know, kind of nurture. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's actually one of the things why I decided to quit college because I was like, what if I should continue like this? La la la. I was like, no, I better do this and regret it. Let's say regret it later than to regret that I've never done it. That's I think that's really what drives successful people, like the ability to be willing to fail, as I as I discovered with someone in the podcast before. So that's it. Be willing to fail, and you will succeed. Yeah, I think failing, everyone's going to fail. And I think failing fast and learning from it because a lot of people fail and then get discouraged or down or, you know, kind of put themselves down. I'm not good enough or, you know, this business is dumb, but you may have been very close to a breakthrough and you didn't take what you learned 
and either pivoted or improved your idea or business and you just kind of gave up. So everyone's going to fail eventually at something. It's just taking that, using it as a learning experience and then harnessing it for something positive. Definitely. It's not failure, it's just feedback. And it's about you to understand the feedback. If you don't understand the feedback, the feedback will be there over and over and over till you will get it. Yep, I agree. So what's one thing that you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? That's a good question. A weakness, I guess, uh, and I'm experiencing also today, but I'm, I'm getting aware of it, right? Um, one of my weaknesses, which is also my strength, that's interesting, is that I tend to get bored too easily, like very fast. Like even with the podcast, with the Voltura Game Show, it happened. I, I need to, to acknowledge that, as you said in our podcast, like after 10 episodes, people are getting bored. And I was like, oh my God, look at Roma Roman said. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, um, I tended to, to get bored and um, I was like thinking, what, what can I do new? I mean, it's already like the 10th episode, 11, 13, where right now the 12th or 13, right? And like, it's nothing new. Even if there are people new, like new guests and new information, what can we change? I was like, wait, wait, calm down. It's going good. If people like it, if people interact with it, if there is like feedback outside, interact with that. Don't interact with your stupid chatter in your head that says, oh, you're bored, <laughs> you know? Because in the end, it's nothing wrong with being bored, right? In the end, literally, that's how the biggest things in life, I believe, were created because boredom, it could be understand as like, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do in my life. Or like, oh, what can be done? What's new? So in my case, I'm looking right now at boredom. I'm like, oh, what can be done? What can be improved? What can be created newly? So uh, we improve the experience of you know us as a consumer. And uh, uh, I mean, me as a producer and you or the audience as a consumer. Yeah, I agree. And I think that growth is important in terms of where it comes. It could come from boredom. It can come out of necessity. But I think being and and constantly able to improve is important for an individual and companies as well, because you see a lot of companies that were top, you know, fortune companies maybe 50 years ago that don't exist because they got comfortable. They thought they were the best or their product. They didn't want to change and they didn't adapt to the si- the times and they disappeared. And people come along that may have the same idea and may do it better. But if you're not doing anything to kind of explore or test, you're, you will stay bored. Like you said, you're not going to innovate. And, you know, that boredom may cause you to leave that idea that maybe you were very close to succeeding and getting to where you wanted. But you just kind of, you know, stop because it didn't interest you anymore and you didn't kind of redefine it. Yeah, actually, that that's the the bottom line. Like, there's nothing wrong with change, but don't don't give up. Like, don't give up when like it's at the edge of being successful. <laughs> so that's that's the thing. As I, I, this is what happened with me first time with Voltura game, right? Like when I created it, uh, the first version, it was uh, it was going good. The first event was going good. We were like having people interacting with it. It was like, oh, that's amazing. I would like to be part of it, right? And what happened after that is that we were doing like the th- second event, the third event, the fourth event, the fifth event. Nobody came. <laughs> Literally nobody. I was like, what the heck is happening? We were like doing Facebook ads, putting money there. I was like, no, nothing. I was like, oh, okay, it doesn't work anymore. 
But that was the thing. Like that's what I learned right now. In the mo- in that moment, I should have looked at okay, what's the feedback? Okay, people are not coming, but why? What needs to be changed? What needs to be improved? What needs to be you know? So the experience can be changed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, and and then redefining it and then seeing what works, what doesn't work, pivoting from an idea, building an idea, going a different direction. But the, I mean, the key there is not to do the same thing because I think, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and having the same results. So, so what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Just believe in yourself. That's it. Like, that's what drives me and that's what I'm uh, encouraging and empowering others to do. Have the desire to literally follow whatever is there. And if there is something that you're so afraid right now to do it, like you're literally, you can't really like open the door and go and do it, just do it. Fear is just, uh, it's, it's something that is not real, first of all, right? You can't touch the fear. Show me where is the fear. Let me touch it. No, you can't touch it. It's in your head. And second of all is fear. Under, see fear as, you can see fear as fear, as like being afraid, being anxious. Or you can see fear as being excited. You know, it's actually in your body, it's happening the same thing. When you're afraid or when you're excited, you have the same, let's say, symptoms. Your heart is beating fast. You're sweating. You're thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. How come? <laughs> There are two things, two different things with the same symptom. So how about start seeing fear from now on as excitement? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think I heard a quote or somebody say, fear is weakness leaving the body. So, I mean, it's a natural emotion and it's the direction you're going to take. So, for instance, I'm afraid of heights, so I hate flying. So every time I fly... I like before I get on the plane, I like visualize the plane crashing and then just like psych myself out and get anxious. But then for like my 23rd or 24th birthday, my friends convinced me to go skydiving. So basically getting out of that plane, I have a video, like a camera guy jumped with me and it's like they had to drag me out of that plane. If, if it was me alone jumping, I couldn't have done it. But when I got out of the plane, I had no choice. And I experienced that like that, the world from a different perspective. And I, I'm still afraid of heights, but I don't regret doing it. And it's one of those things I'll always remember. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm 100%, I, let's say 100%, I'm, I'm definitely uh, right that in that moment when you jumped, you felt like really good. Like you felt like, oh my God, that's awesome. Like, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I feel so alive. Yeah, you feel very alive and just kind of appreciative for the experience because the, the people that haven't done it are also, let's say, afraid of heights. Obviously, nobody wants to jump out of a perfectly good plane unless you're, you know, an adrenaline junkie. So it was just one of those things where, like, that experience uh, helps you see the world in a different perspective. And if you don't do it, you know, you're, you may not be as fulfilled. I'm not saying everybody should go skydiving, but whatever they have as kind of their fear or something they don't want to do that may be too extreme in their personal life or their business or an idea, I think taking that initial leap and the worst thing that can happen with that is, you know, you may not enjoy the experience or you fail at the business endeavor or idea, but you take it and move it forward and apply it to the next thing you do in life. 
Exactly. And it's like, it, it's, uh, it, well, I believe it's all about mindset, behavior, and lifestyle. This is what we're doing in the Voltura Game Show, right? So what, what changed for you there, and everything started with the mindset. You were like, okay, let's give it a try. Then your behavior was like, okay, let's freaking do this. You jump, like the leap of faith. And then the lifestyle was created you know, with that, oh, maybe I can do this as a habit. Maybe I can start doing this more. But everything started with the mindset. So that's, that's all. Have the mindset, have a strong mindset, and that mindset will drive you to wherever you want to go. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that carries you or that's the thing that holds you back. I mean, a lot of times on the show and in general, I the battle is you versus you. Oftentimes, no one is stopping you other than yourself and holding yourself back. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you a little bit more about the game where they can experience that as well? Sure. So, um, well, first of all is, uh, is our podcast, the Voltura Game Show, which, um, well, I can tell you about, you know, you can get the best mindset of, the, uh, of our lifestyle, all our lifetime, you know, mindset, behavior, and things. But what I want to share uh, here, um, Roman, is what someone, that review our podcast, share what he got out of listening to the podcast. And he said like this, he said, after listening to the uh, one episode of the Voltura Game Show, I not only got uh, the motivation to start my business, it was not start my business, to continue my business, right? Because he started his business, but I was like, oh, not today. And he listened to the podcast and he said, after listening to this, I got the motivation to continue my business. And more than that, in one hour, I had one client. And we were like, whoa, well, that was pretty cool. So if that's something that you would like to know, come to the Voltura Games. <laughs> I, I make a rhyme. Yeah, uh, so that's one thing. Uh, the second thing is the Voltura Games. So we have our website, the Voltura.co. So it's V-O-L-T-U-R-A dot C-O, not com, it's C-O without M. And uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok newly. <laughs> yeah, just Voltura game and you can find us there. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you. My pleasure, Roman. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.